Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we will be talking about soothing morning anxiety. I know this is heavy on a lot of your hearts because of the email that we get about this issue, so stay tuned. Let's get right to today's subject, soothing morning anxiety. Why do we have so much anxiety in the morning? This is a question that comes up all the time. Actually, people are quite surprised that they are not the only ones suffering with this. So even though we've done a podcast about this in the past, I thought it was important to bring it up and bring it up into the current uh, podcast because it happens a lot and people feel quite frightened by it because they think it's unusual or they're, they're, they are the only person suffering with this. So let's talk about what it is. When we are in a state of overstimulation, which is what anxiety is, our stress hormones have us completely overstimulated. We run into a problem if we are stimulated at all beyond that, right? So we are what we call hypersensitive. And anything that might raise our cortisol or our adrenaline can make us feel over the top and actually in a state of anxiety panic. We could be having a panic attack at that point. And so that's the setup. We're already in that state. And the last thing we want is any more cortisol, adrenaline, any stress hormones being raised at all. And what happens in the morning? You got it. Our cortisol is at its highest. And so we wake up feeling totally out of control. We feel the heart pounding, maybe sweating, thoughts running wild, and just a horrible state. And you're thinking, I didn't even get out of bed yet. What could have, what could I have run into that has made me feel like this? All right, let's break it down a little bit here. What we have are cycles in our body. And these are things we don't have conscious control over. Thank God we don't have to think about these things. We'd be a mess. But the body is running on cycles. And a lot of it is tied to our circadian rhythm when we are sleeping. And we have not outrun this. We think that we can change everything because we have lights on at night and computers and um smartphones right next to our head when we're sleeping in our bed, but we can't outrun this circadian rhythm. What this is, is telling our body what to do when we're sleeping. A lot of things happen when we're sleeping. A lot of repair takes place. The brain and mind 
consolidate, they clean out, sweep out. It's amazing. And every day we learn more. We're just hitting the tip of the iceberg here. So my point is that we cannot outsmart Mother Nature here. We need to pay attention to what these rhythms are. Now, hopefully most of you are working uh, where you get to go to sleep sometime after it's dark and you get to wake up in the morning as the sun is rising around those times because our cortisol is at its highest at between 6 and 8 in the morning, maybe a little earlier depending on the person, depending where you live, your lighting. Like I say, a lot of this is changing because of our uh, our light and our what our eyes are taking in at night. But we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to make a point that you feel like crap because between maybe 5 or 6 and 8 in the morning, depending who you are, your cortisol is at its highest. Like I said, you're already overstimulated. Even though you're sleeping, you're already an overly sensitized nervous system. And then your cortisol goes off. And if you don't know what that is, and you wake up at five in the morning with a pounding heart and sweaty palms, you might think you're having a heart attack. You might be, you know, because the mind runs wild, as we know it does with anxiety, And we are scaring ourselves then. And we are then adding more stress hormones to an already sensitized body that is at the highest peak of its cortisol. Yeah, that's why morning can feel so bad. It's just not a good setup. So the biggest thing, of course, is to get rid of the oversensitized state, which is what we're all working on. But that doesn't happen overnight. So we want to understand what are some other things that we can do? Well, number one, so, well, number one, you want to work on clearing your anxiety panic, period. You just want to be taking one footstep in front of the other, working on this day by day, learning to stimulate the relaxation response and eliminating the time that you spend in the stress response, the fight or flight response. That's number one. But there are some uh, other things that we can do that are a little bit less time consuming because we know it takes a little bit of time to walk out of the anxiety panic state. So we want to work on the knowingness that this feeling is not dangerous. It feels like it. You can't imagine. It's like waking up to an alarm, a really loud fire alarm, right? Then you would be panicked and running. But this is just your system oversensitized getting its morning dose of cortisol. And why do we have that cortisol in the morning? It's our body's way of waking us up. It's time to wake up and it is all tied to the sun as much as we don't want it to be. And we want to sleep in. Our cycles are tied to the sun. And so we are at our highest cortisol in the morning. And it's important to remember, don't be confused about the feeling that it gives you because it's not dangerous. We want to also look at our sleep hygiene. 
And that is uh, what we do at night then. We want to look at, is our room cool enough for sleeping comfortably? Because the better sleep you get, the less the less stress you have, okay? So you want to be able to go into real deep relaxation and sleep. Make sure the room is cool. Make sure that you have a dark room, especially on those full moon nights. This can happen. It can wake you up. You don't think it will, but it will. Believe me. If you have trouble with that and you find the moon is waking you up or street lights, get some darkening curtains or, you know, do something makeshift if you have to until you can get room darkening shades or curtains. But get your room dark enough to sleep in. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The other piece of sleep hygiene is to make sure that you're not hanging out with blue lights at night, meaning that you're not on your computer or your cell phone, uh, you know, right up until bedtime. If you can keep that stuff off an hour or two before bed, that is absolutely wonderful. There are reading lights. There are lights that you can have in your home that don't give off blue light. The computer is the worst offender. You can put F.Lux uh, app on your computer. That's F.Lux. Look that up. That changes the uh, lighting from blue to much more orange. And that will help you to not have so much of the blue light coming into your eyes as you're supposed to be winding down for the night. Because the blue light is extremely uh, stimulating. And we don't want to be waking up at 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. We want to be unwinding. The other thing you can do is to wear yellow shooter's glasses. Um, that can help. Uh, but just being aware of where you might be taking in stimulating light at night and eliminating some of it. It's important. If you have anxiety, this is well worth taking care of so that you can sleep well, so that you can be less stressed in the morning when you wake up when that cortisol kicks in at uh, sometime between 5.30, and uh, 8 o'clock. Another big piece that we want to pay attention to is 
making sure that we are getting not only enough sleep, but that we're getting enough sleep at the right time. Again, this is another place that we cannot fool Mother Nature. It is very important to be sound asleep well before midnight. We get our best sleep before midnight. If you can be a bed in bed and asleep by 10 o'clock, that is like a, that works like a charm. Like I said earlier, many hormonal and organ cycles occur during our sleep cycle. There's a lot of repair that happens. And if we are not asleep long enough or at the right times, we're not getting the right repair. And what I mean by that is, um, I don't have it in front of me, the cycles, and I certainly don't know them by heart, like the liver repairs at a certain time in a cycle, and then the kidneys, the lungs. It really, Mother Nature knows what she is doing, and we need to be asleep for these things to happen. So get to sleep before 10 p.m. There's, um, in Ayurveda, uh, they say that every hour of sleep before midnight is worth two hours after midnight. So if you go to sleep at 10, 10 to midnight is two hours, but they're saying that's worth four hours of sleep. Not that you want to be cutting your sleep any shorter, but they're talking about the quality and the depth of the sleep. So try it. See if you can't switch your schedule around. If you are waking up and feeling terribly anxious and distressed in the morning, it would be well worth your effort to be sound asleep by 10 p.m. Another point that is well worth taking note of is resting, relaxing, meditating all in the evening. And I'd say uh, maybe from like four or five o'clock on. I know, I know, I know everybody is working and traveling home from work and taking care of families, cooking meals. I know, but if you can find 10 minutes in there to do one of these uh, unwinding ideas, it will be well worth your effort. So what do I mean? I, by like, it's R&R time. It's rest and relaxation time or meditation or a short nap. Whatever can work for you. This is the time that we want to start unwinding from the day. When we were up and revving and rearing all day, we want to unwind. Anytime, let's say after five o'clock, try to put a 10-minute meditation in. Try to take a 10-minute nap if you're, if you're a napper and you can do it. Or just simply rest. Be, you know, gone are the days when we sat with the newspaper or a magazine um, or a book, but we could even now just make a point of it. Find something that's not um, a computer or your phone so you don't have extra light and just have your feet up and read something or or gently close your eyes. You don't have to actually go into napping or sleeping, but just relax. Start that. See if that can't get you to start unwinding. We don't want to throw ourselves into bed at full bore. So let's review those things that we can do. It's important to remember these and give as many a try that you can because it makes a difference. If you find yourself like really digging your heels and saying, I can't do that, that's your anxiety talking. Let's pay some attention to that. That's anxiety saying, I can't, this is never going to change. I can't do any of these things. 
we can shift little places. And you can do that by asking some questions. So ask yourself, with the like daily rest and relaxation, where can I find five or 10 minutes to just let my muscles relax? Or as Claire Weeks would say, throw yourself in a chair like a wet noodle. Like really let your muscles go. And you don't have to spend all evening there. Five or 10 minutes is a great start. The next, so daily rest and relaxation in the evening. Number two, watch your sleep hygiene. Remember to eliminate as many blue lights as you can. If you're on your computer a lot at night, put the F.Lux on your computer or whatever um, system will work with your system. Uh, just You can look that up. You can Google that, F.Lux. You can wear yellow glasses. You can just turn your computer off an hour before bed. That will really help. And, and see, see if this can't make a difference for you. And number three, oh, a good one that I didn't mention yet. Glad I made my own notes here. Um, avoid the sugar and caffeine first thing in the morning. That one is going to ramp you up uh, on top of your already sensitized nervous system, morning cortisol. And if you add a sugar crash in another two hours on that or caffeine that can last for hours and hours on top of that, you will be releasing even more stress hormones and really feeling bad. And you are wondering, wow, maybe some of these things are causing me to feel lousy day after day. Pay attention. See if you can eliminate some of these things. And finally, number four, when you wake up feeling over the top because the cortisol is rushing through your already sensitized nervous system. Get up and move around. This is the time to get up and get out of bed. That's what the cortisol is trying to get you to do anyway. If you just lay there, you're going to feel like you're suffering. Get up and stretch. This is a good time if you feel really amped up to go for a walk. Do some uh, some of your cardio workout that you might do. That would be the perfect time to do it. And even getting going in the shower and preparing for the day, making lunches or getting kids up, you're moving around, that is going to help burn off some of that cortisol that is already uh, stressing you out. I hope uh, that you'll be able to try some of these tips because it makes a difference. Each one of these in and of itself builds on the next one. If we can eliminate a little here and add a little more relaxation there, make sure my room is dark at night. Don't make a big project out of it. Just try a few things that come naturally and see how it feels. But each one will help and build on the others. And I think you're going to find yourself feeling less stressed in the morning. And if you do feel amped up, You know why now, so there's no reason to add the feeling and the thoughts of danger to it and add more fuel to that fire. And now for today's quote. Each morning, we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. And that's from the Buddha. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, Be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.